You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Hello, hello, my friends. This is S. Anthony. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is actually being recorded very early on Thursday morning because this is the only time I can actually do it. This one will come out on Friday. And uh, I would just like to say, uh, uh, have a moment of silence for my laptop uh, because my laptop is uh, <laughs> it's, uh, crashed beyond repair. So I'm going to have to get a, another one. But... Um, it was really weird because uh, I had I went out and purchased a, a Chromebook, you know, kind of as a as a backup, you know, and uh, I'm glad I did that because I, I can still go online and still do all the things I need to do online, still work online, and I'm maybe, I'm going to be able to put this podcast up because of the Chromebook um, instead of the laptop that I was using before. But um, it just, it just the reason I, I I was thinking about that is because. Up until I had the Chromebook as a backup, I relied on that laptop. It was an older laptop, but it had always worked. But I relied on it. It was it was just the main thing, man. I, everything was built around that laptop. And sometimes, just like in with me and this laptop, in other parts of our lives, we rely on one thing or we fixate on that one thing so much that we're beholden to that thing, and that thing can destroy us. You know, you know, had I not had that Chromebook when that laptop crashed, I would have lost a lot of information. I would have lost a lot of things. I wouldn't have been able to get online. I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Because uh, I wouldn't, I don't have an opportunity to, to go to the store and get this and replace the freaking thing right now. And that happens to us a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't that happen to you when you focus on one thing and you lock in on one thing and you don't have, you know, backups or alternatives or, or you get, you get, you get screwed. I remember this happened to me before in a different area of my life. I was a younger man, and uh, <laughs> there was a, a lady that I was just crazy about. You know, I mean, every time I looked at her, it was like I, I turned into a, uh, you know, I turned into like the AV guy in high school, and she's the cheerleader. She, that was one of the few people that actually did that to me. Um, and, you know, I, I, for some reason, I just couldn't get the courage to ask her out, and, and she was flirting. And I just kind of shut every other lady down. You know, I should have been out there dating around. I should have been doing that. And when you're in your 20s, that's what you should be doing. Or your teens, you should be doing that. And But I just kind of locked in on her because she was exactly what I wanted at that point in my life. And so, as it turns out, I got the courage to start talking to her. I just at least, at least want to investigate her and find out what the deal was. And she was nice enough. And then I found that she was funny. And then she was charming. And obviously, I loved the way she looked. And... Lo and behold, she started flirting back, you know, and she gave me a lot of the up downs, you know, and, and ladies, you know, when you give a guy the up down, you know, that you're basically telling him that you that you like him and that you, you that you dig him. And the up down is that thing that ladies do when they look down or they tilt their head down and then they look their eyes back up at you and smile, that kind of thing. You know, that that's that's some prime time flirting right there, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, this woman that I, that I can't stop thinking about that I basically wouldn't even accept phone numbers from other women for, even though she hadn't given me any indication up until this point that she was interested at all. 
I'd shut everybody out just on the off chance that I could possibly maybe someday kind of maybe almost maybe please maybe maybe please please maybe please get an opportunity to even get her on a date. So the flirting started getting more and more intense and I'm just I'm basically I'm already picturing, you know, you know, we're going to be going out. She's going to be my woman, this, that, the other, you know. So I'm going, okay, I'm going to ask this girl out. I'm going to do it, damn it. I'm going to get, I'm going to do it. So I show up and she's there. And she's kind of busy at the moment. So I'm just waiting for an opportunity. As soon as she finishes doing what she's doing, I'm asking her out. So I walk away from the front desk for a moment. And then she shows up. And the people, the girls behind the desk that are friends of hers are talking to her. And none of them sees me approaching because I can hear because uh, they're, they're kind of loud. I can hear what they're saying. But I can't see them. So I'm walking around and I hear the voice. And I'm going, okay, let me get back around there really quickly so I can take advantage of this opportunity to ask this woman out. I've been dreaming about this moment for a long time. I finally got the courage up and she's been giving me all these up downs. And I just explained what an up down was. This is the time, damn it. I'm going to move up there and I'm asking around because no one is, I've never really been this afraid to ask someone out but then again I never wanted to be with anyone this badly either damn it I'm asking her out I don't care even if she humiliates me just the, the off chance that she could be mine is worth it I'm doing it walk back around the corner they're talking and as I turn the corner it was it was like really bad timing it's the kind of timing you would see in either an 80s uh, sitcom you know where the, you know where you're going no, that doesn't happen in real life come on I turn the corner and um, one of them asked her how the wedding planning is going. Now, as I turn the corner and I'm turning around the corner, it's one of those floors where you can, you know, you kind of hear the footsteps, but you don't really know who the footsteps are. And there's a lot of people walking around. So you don't change what you're saying because you hear footsteps because everybody's footsteps are being heard from the, on the floor, the, 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 uh, the uh, floor. And uh, I think it was linoleum. Uh, so I turn the corner just as they're asking that question and I see her and she sees me and this look of, of horror hits her face and she walks into the wall and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and my face must've said, really, you know how, you know, I had made it pretty clear how I felt about her and she was giving me uh, the indications that she was single she never mentioned the boyfriend she definitely didn't mention that she had a husband she was going to have a husband she definitely didn't mention that she was in the in the middle of planning a wedding she didn't mention any of that shit and uh she was uncomfortable she was she had the look on her face and the and the and the physical behaviors and of of a kid that literally is caught not only in the cookie jar but hand in the cookie jar cookie in the mouth standing on a stool you know in the kitchen when mom walks in and she goes, I'm, 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 it's going fine. I'm, I, I, and then she walks into another wall and then, and then uh, kind of shuffles down the hallway. And the two ladies behind the desk who knew me but had known that I was talking to her were going, I can't, why is she acting so weird? I mean, she's, you know, she's been planning this wedding for, for a long time now and it's almost time for her to start, you know, booking a place. And this, what is she so nervous? I mean, she's really nervous about getting married. She's really nervous. I, I don't blame her, man. She's just so nervous. I had put all of my eggs in one basket. I did not, 
I was not dating a bunch of other people. I had literally shut down a whole bunch of other women who had asked me. Well, okay, it was like three other ladies. I shouldn't say a whole bunch of women like, you know, <laughs> like I'm, you know, George Clooney or something. But I had sh I just literally just completely just shut down the, the, even the possibility of other ladies who had, you know, who were interested in me and made it very clear that they were interested because I was so busy focusing on, on this woman who lied her ass off by omission. She knew I was interested in her. She knew I wanted to be with her. It wasn't even like it was uh, a secret. I wasn't subtle about it. I didn't ask her out. I just wanted to find out whether she was even interested. And she made it clear that she was, even some, with some of the things that she says. But at the same time, she's literally planning a wedding with some other guy. So not only did she lie to me by omission, but she's also betraying this dude, you know? having me hang around I don't know why maybe just in case it didn't work out with him even though you're planning a wedding what the hell but it was my fault because I put all my eggs in that one basket <laughs> I mean I've never done that again and I'll never do that again but that's just the thing you can't put all your eggs in one basket you just can't do it you know even as a married guy, and I'm not a married guy, and I'd probably, I'll probably get married someday. I would like to. I would like to find someone to spend my life with, a good woman. But even a married guy, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Now, what I mean by that is I don't mean you go around nailing other women. I don't mean that. What I mean is you can't rely on your wife or your husband to make you happy. you got to have friends, too. You know, you got to have those people that you hang out with that are your friends. Now, your wife or the husband should know who they are because you don't want to just completely cordon off something from your life that's not that they're not at least peripherally a part of. But you should have your boys night out where you hang out with your dudes and fart and watch UFC fights and, you know, and, and talk about stupid crap. And your ladies, you should have your ladies night out where you fart and fight and talk about how dumb you think the UFC is if you don't like it. You should have that. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't have, you know, what I'm saying I mean, if, you, if you really think about it, ask somebody who's a mother who is uh, working in the home. And when I mean working in the home, I mean running the house. Okay, because I think working in, I call it working in the home. I don't say stay-at-home mom. Even though you are a stay-at-home mother, you're busting your ass in that house. Let's keep it real. It's like running the home office. But if she's there with kids all day long and doesn't have an opportunity to hang out with other adults and be an adult instead of just mom all the time, all of her eggs are in the mom basket, and that's going to drive her nuts. Right. Sometimes she's going to want to be a wife. She's going to want to be a wife and not just mom. And she's going to want you to grab a hold of that ass and tell her how much you want to take upstairs and tear her up. She wants that. But she also wants to be able to hang out with her girlfriends and, you know, and, and, and talk about this, that or the other. He doesn't always want to be dad. You know, he wants to hang out with his friends. He wants you to grab his, you know, what and tell him how much you can't wait to get to it. He wants all of that. You should have time when you're hanging out as spouses and not even be thinking about getting it on. You should just be enjoying each other's company. You got to take those eggs and spread them suckers out, you know? And that's just the way life is. You got to spread that shit out. You got to put eggs all over the place. Can't put them in one basket. You put them in a basket, they can get fucked up. And that's what I was thinking about when, my, when that computer blew up. When that computer, I mean, literally to the point where the guy goes, <laughs> Mr. Thomas, um, you should be glad you got this computer working as long as you did. You really have to buy another computer. And I said, uh, no. <laughs> Do you know how much that thing cost? 
I mean, I did. I'll be honest with you. I milked the shit out of that computer. I milked that thing. I'm serious. I mean, you know, if, if you if I, when I took the hard drive out, I was going. I bet I can find Richard Nixon's thumbprint in this fucking thing. That's how old the computer is. Okay, it's not that old. Let's keep it real. <laughs> but it's it was an old computer, and I was I had relied on it so much, and I said, yeah, let me get a Chromebook too, just in case. You know what I mean? Just in case, because the Chromebook can do ninety nine point nine percent of the stuff I needed to do, and luckily I had it with me. Because I was going to do um, like a certain thing with the podcast and then have the um, the other computer doing something else at the same time. But had I had all my eggs in the basket of that laptop, I would have been shit out of luck. Just like I was with that girl who ripped my heart out. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, man, I literally I'm, I was there sit the whole time. You know, I'm looking at her going, man, she's just awesome. This is going to be great. You know, we're going to go out on a date and we're going to hang out. She's going to like me as much as I like her. And then we're going to get married. We're going to have some children and it's going to be great. We're going to have a great life together. And I'm going to, you know, get to spend time with her and you get to, you know, I'm going to be the only one that she smiles for like that. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun and this, that. As it turns out, that was never going to happen. Even, even when I started to see her after that, you know, because unfortunately for, for, for that time period, I had to keep going into that specific place uh, and having to see her on a regular basis. And uh, it was really, really, really uncomfortable, you know, because it's not like she, the hell happened to this chair? You hear that squeak in the chair? Jesus Christ. Um, even though uh, she was there in my face all the time. It's not like she changed. It's not like she wasn't still, you know, physically devastatingly attractive to me. It wasn't like she was not still charming. It wasn't like I, you know, I still didn't, wouldn't have enjoyed her company under normal circumstances, but much like that computer, I, you know, boom, crashed beyond repair. I can't use that computer anymore. I mean, I could, I could fix it, I guess, but I won't trust it anymore. Not after the way it crashed. Not like that. It wasn't a regular crash. It just crashed. I can't trust it anymore. I can't trust it. Can be. I mean, it looks the same. It'll come on. But I can't put any information in there that's important to me. I'm not going to record my podcast through it. I'm not going to put my stand-up material in it. I'm not going to put my business information into it. Why? So it can crash again? Nah, man. <laughs> you know? And when I saw her, it was the same thing. She's still awesome looking, you know, she still looks as delicious as, as she always did. And part of me from a physical standpoint still would like to be with her. That's how I thought at the time back then. But she has, you know, the potential of this relationship, even this friendship, because she lied, has crashed beyond repair. You know, it was like a computer with a blue screen. You, you look like you're going to be something I can work with, but. Nah, <laughs> no, never again. And that's what happens sometimes, you know, you put all your eggs in one basket and boom, it crashes. You know, a friend of mine had this, had a very similar thing going on. He was a, um, he was a very religious guy. And I'm not a very religious person. I mean, not organized religion. I'm not a big fan of organized religion because on the, for the most part, um, I, I don't like, I like to think for myself. I, I don't like, 
you know, just like when you see uh, when you when you're on the news and you see schools that have zero tolerance policies. And essentially what I think of as zero tolerance policies in many cases, I'm not saying even the majority of cases, but in many cases. And if it applies to you, even if it's the only case and it applies to you, it's one too many. But when they have zero tolerance in many cases, instead of a case by case basis or general rules that can be altered depending on the circumstances, what happens is you have people that are penalized infinitely more than is necessary. You know, remember when they started to do the zero tolerance in schools with guns and all that kind of thing? And then you started having kids getting expelled from school because they took a chicken nugget that was, you know, that was kind of shaped like an L and went bang, bang, bang with it. And then this kid, we had to suspend him because he was going around assaulting people with a chicken nugget. Really? He assaulted people with a chicken nugget. Yes, he was at the desk. He was talking to one of the other children. He aimed it at the child and went bang, bang, bang. And that we considered that a threat. Really, was there any ketchup on the chicken nugget? I mean, if it was ketchup on the chicken nugget, you could have him arrested for having nuclear weapons, too, because, you know, you never know. He might have shook the chicken nugget, and then the ketchup would have gotten on somebody else, and that could be just like, you know, nuclear waste. You dumb bastards. But he was a very religious, he was a very religious guy, and, you know, and he would always say things from a religious standpoint, which, like I said, I have no problem with if, you know, if you think of religion as a way to improve yourself and maybe give yourself some guidelines. I don't necessarily need that. But if, if that's your thing, groove, dig it. I have no problem with that. But he put his, all of his eggs in the religious basket, all of them. And in, in, this, and in this form, he followed a pastor. And basically, he elevated this pastor to the, to the level of God himself. It wasn't like a, a guy who knew more about the Bible than he did and was a, was a good guy and was giving him spiritual guidance. He was, and many of the other people were just this guy was perfect, man. He was be better than the Pope. He was just the man. Everything he said was right. Everything he said was true. And that's that. And that's the end of that. Don't you even think about questioning him, damn it. And then they found out that the cat was a piece of shit. He was lying. He was boning a bunch of their wives. Um, and he was stealing money. And the church started to go down. It was like a Ponzi scheme that he, where he was basically bastardizing the religion he he was purporting to take to to to, to uh, follow. And it crushed him, you know. And I felt bad because I told him, I said, "Listen, man, I understand that you're following this cat, and I understand it, but use him as an example from what you can see of him, because I don't read him right. I I don't trust the guy. Well, you shouldn't say that about him. I said, "Listen, I'm not. No, you asked my opinion." I'm not trying to denigrate this cat. I'm just saying that I don't read him as well the way you do. I, I don't trust the guy. But, you know, but what I'm saying is don't don't lean on him so heavily that you don't make your own decisions. Don't follow him so blindly that you don't make your own decisions and, and, and things of that nature. Because if he goes down, then what happens? Well, the guy went down. And he his heart was broken the same way it would have been broken had he come home and found out that his wife was getting it on with his brother, his nephew, his father, and the dog. He crushed his ass. You know, and it took him a while to recover from that. And why did that happen? Because he put all of his eggs in that basket, just like my computer that blew up and and and, and almost took all my, my stuff with it. It's like that girl that I just completely wrapped myself around at a younger time. I put all my eggs in that basket and I shouldn't have. I didn't even investigate the basket and what happened. Boom. Got my heart broken. Boom. Computer blows up. And with him, boom. The religious leader that he was following turned out to be a piece of shit.
can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't do it. It's okay to have a lot of eggs in a basket, but not all of them. Because if that basket goes, you're gonna be having you can't be having bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. You just ain't gonna have a bacon sandwich. And as much as I love bacon, I need my damn eggs and cheese on there too. <laughs> you know. And that's what I was thinking about when that computer blew up. I was it literally almost as I was sitting there, I was going, "This is just like, you know." I was, I'm relying on this computer so much. It reminds me of that girl when I was all up on that girl. And then she just turned out to be a big phony and somebody I can't trust. And then there's also like that. My boy with he's following that religious guy got his heart broken by that dude. It was all the same thing. Yeah. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. My friends, it just doesn't work out. Don't do it. Unless the basket is my podcast. You can put all your eggs in that, in that basket, throw all of them in there. That's different. My basket's indestructible. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Who's self-serving? <laughs> well, folks, this is the Yes Anthony Says podcast for Friday, recorded early Thursday morning. Uh, I want to thank you guys once again for all your help and all your social media help. I want to thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to send me some of your stories you want me to talk about, if you have questions you want to ask, continue to send them to the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure if you're going to send that email that you write in the email that I have. I want in the email, please say that I have the right to read it on air, please. Because if you don't do that, I'm not going to read it. Um, the uh, You can check me out on Twitter. On uh, I'm uh, at S. Anthony Thomas on Twitter. I'm also at S. Anthony Says on Twitter. That They're both me. That's actually me. That's not a, a parody account. They're both me. And the home base for the podcast is S. Anthony Says dot podbean dot com. Much love to you all, guys. I really appreciate everything that you do. This is the last podcast for the week. I will see you again on Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spreading the word. Please keep doing it. I really appreciate it. Much love to you. Enjoy your weekend. See you Monday. S. Anthony out.